0: Welcome to Financial Real Talks, the show about economic trends and stocks. I am your host, Shrians. Cryptocurrency and inflation. These two were supposed to have a close relationship. When inflation got hot, crypto was supposed to get hotter, the result being potential protection for the buying power of your money. And yet, as inflation has increased at the fastest pace in decades, crypto has been so volatile this relationship has come into question. It's got me thinking about the role cryptocurrency plays in a world with high inflation. Many fans of cryptocurrency often think of it as a digital substitute for the US dollar. I feel in some ways it is. Not every coffee shop in the United States is accepting Bitcoin, but crypto is growing as a method of payment Several big-name retailers and popular retailers already accept Bitcoin and it's quite possible the number of businesses accepting digital currencies in is only going to grow, even in India. In, if inflation erodes the value of dollar over time, people often think for assets that can consistently outgrow the increase of inflation. Crypto's big moves in the year like 2021 had some people feeling digital assets could serve that purpose. A lot of investors already do this with gold, commodities and other investment asset classes. Instead of putting money in traditional and alternative investments to build and store wealth, an investor might purchase cryptocurrency in hopes it increases in value, making it less vulnerable to the fluctuations of the US dollar. What we have learned over the past few months is that big swings in crypto means it lacks the consistency needed to outpace inflation. For example, Bitcoin's value significantly decreased in 2021. At the same time, consumer prices began heating up. And it saw another decrease at the end of 2021 that's continued into 2022. This also signals. Bitcoin is so far unreliable when it comes to being an everyday currency. And the value of digital coin swings 10 percent in one direction or the other in a matter of days. It's hard to see it as a trustworthy tender for the average person to use it to make purchases. This volatility makes it ris- risky, not only as a currency but as an investment asset class too. This inflation looks different from history. Much of the recent inflation has been from ongoing war and pandemic-related quirks, like the rise in commodity prices, supply chain disruptions and labour force changes. We had this coming. Due to increase in buying power, demand for goods had also increased. Classic and better understood inflation hedges such as gold haven't worked well in this environment either. Typically, when inflation increases, you would see the value of hedge investments increase as well. Yet, it hasn't been this, that simple in this current climate. And unlike other instances of rising prices, inflation hasn't dampened growth much, which is benefiting the US dollar. With its stability, you may have more confidence in its retaining value versus its hedge investments, including cryptocurrencies. Some investors are already using Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as a hedge against inflation. This could prove to be a savvy move, but that remains to be seen for now because it's such a youthful investment asset class. Its risk is less understood and more difficult to compare with other securities. Simply put, crypto's past is too brief to predict its future performance. For now, Cryptocurrency remains an unpredictable investment opportunity. If you own Bitcoin or another crypto as part of your diverse investment strategy, set specific performance goals for it. This will guide your actions when it crosses a specific price. That way, you will avoid emotional investing, for instance, trying to ride it to the top. If you purchase crypto because you believe in the transformative power of digital currency and blockchain technology. This could be the beginning of an exciting future. There is no way denying that the underlying technology of blockchain which verifies crypto transactions has the potential to change our daily financial transactions and beyond. But whether its innovation is a definitive hedge against inflation, that remains to be seen. In the second part of this podcast. I shall share this impact of shrinkflation on current consumers and on the future consumers too. Okay, you know what, it's the inflation you're not supposed to see. From toilet paper to cord and coffee to chips, manufacturers are quietly shrinking packet sizes without lowering the prices. It's dubbed shrinkflation. And it's accelerating worldwide. In India, a bar of Vim soap has shrunk from 155 to 135 grams. In the United Kingdom, Nestle slimmed down its Nescafe coffee tins from 100 grams to 90 grams. So inflation isn't new, but it proliferates in times of high inflation, as companies grapple with rising cost of ingredients packaging, labour and transportation. Consumer price inflation was at 7% in May, a pace that will likely continue through September. Inflation appeals to manufacturers because they know customers will notice price increases but won't keep track of net weights or small details like the number of sheets on a roll of toilet paper. Companies can also employ tricks to draw attention away from the downsizing like marking smaller packages with bright new labels that draw shoppers eyes. PepsiCo acknowledged the shrinking of Gatorade bottles. The company recently began phasing out the bottles which were tapered in the middle to make it easier to hold them. Some companies are straightforward about the changes. In Japan, snack maker Calbee Inc. announced 10% 10% weight reductions and 10% price increases for many of its products in May. Naturally, the company blamed a sharp rise in the cost of raw materials. In India, down-switching, another term for shrinkflation, sure inflation, is mostly done in rural areas where people are poorer and more price sensitive. In cities, simply jack up the prices. Thus, they funda. Sometimes, the trend can reverse. As inflation eases, competition might force manufacturers to lower their prices or reintroduce larger packages. But once a product has gotten smaller, it often stays that way. But in some cases, companies' profits or sales minus the cost of doing business are also increasing exponentially. Monolith International, which took some heat this spring, for shrinking the size of Scatterbury dairy milk without lowering the price. The company's operating income climbed 21% in 2021 but fell 15% in the first quarter as the cost pressures grew. By comparison, PepsiCo's operating profit climbed 11% in 2021 and 128% in the first quarter. I am not saying they are profiteering. But it smells like it. Thanks for listening. That's been it for today. Stay tuned in for the next one.